Welcome to Sunny in Seattle with your host, Sunny Joy. And coming up on today's show, Sunny welcomes back intuitive channel Stephanie Banks. So tune in and learn how we are all channels. Oh, and we'll also be taking a few of your calls for readings with Stephanie. So stay tuned for the numbers. And now we welcome your host for the day, Sunny Joy. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sunny in Seattle. I am your host, Sunny Joy McMillan, and we are here every Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. KKNW in Seattle, as well as 103.3 KPCA in Petaluma, bringing you amazing guests and resources that will help you create a life filled with peace, joy, freedom, and purpose. It is radio that positively shines. And if you can't catch the show live, you can always access those show archives. Those are found at 1150 kknw.com you can also find the show on itunes and podcast one um and i'm laughing benny <laughs> because right as i'm reading the intro i'll just tell everyone kind of where we are right now so you get like the full picture and if you hear some background noise you know what that is um so specifically we are currently specifically do what specifically what are those sounds yes yeah Exactly. I mean, I'm sure you recognize it's a dog bark. Yes, uh, yeah. But why are there so many dogs barking in the background of the show this morning? Um, so we are currently parked in Duluth, Minnesota, or right outside of it. Um, got to have a fun hike with Sarah Bamford Seidelman. She's been on a get, been a guest on the show several times. She's a, a dear friend and colleague. And anyway, Duluth has been delightful. But as of yesterday, apparently there is a dog show going on in Duluth. And um, all of the folks, I would say there's a like a, a percentage of the folks at the RV park or the campground where we're currently staying who pulled up yesterday and have all of their dogs. And so they've got like grooming tables outside their campers and their RVs. And it's, it's quite a scene. And then right as we're going to my intro, um, I see the, um, the guy who kind of is in charge of the campground pull up in his little ATV and all the dogs at the campsite <laughs> next to us, they have five little guys. They're all going nuts. <laughs> So I, it's going to be a bit of a show. I figured you were uh, taking a movie uh, for the first debut of the, you know, dog show. I mean, that's exactly. a possibility, right? I mean, you're going strong right now with the animal farm. So you're just throwing it into uh, into Duluth there. Right, exactly. I'm laughing, you know, because Movi, I don't, you know, while she is one of the most beautiful dogs I've ever seen, she does not have papers. These are fancy dogs around here that are so competition. You yeah. could you could try. <laughs> Doesn't it hurt to try? I know. Give give Movi some confidence. <laughs> I know. Oh, anyway, and I have to laugh. I mean, I'll go ahead, Stephanie. I'll read your intro in a moment, but I'm just. I mean, uh, welcome back to the show, yeah. Stephanie Banks. I know you're a huge animal lover. You have dogs and 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 are big animal supporters. So I have to laugh knowing that you're my guest today and we'll probably more understand this than anyone else would. <laughs> oh, yes. And Movi is way better than any pedigreed anything. You just tell her that. See, <laughs> yes. we support Movi. In Movi, we trust. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> For the gold. She's quite regal even without papers. So. <laughs> oh, well, so anyway, my apologies um, out there. Uh, and uh, for the listeners, if you do hear some background dog noise, that is from the uh, dog show preparations going on all around our camper this morning. So anywho. Um, yeah, so Stephanie, it's so good to have you back. Um, I, I'll go ahead and just read your official bio here and then we can dive in. Um, 
So Stephanie Banks, and I'll just say, this will probably be the last show where I even mentioned this, but it was formerly Levinston. Um, and so just if you might have recognized her name from past years, it is now Stephanie Banks. Um, so after serving in the healthcare industry as a hospital-based speech language pathologist for 20 years, Stephanie realized that her intuitive gifts were calling loudly to her. She left the medical setting to pursue her soul's work as an intuitive channel and spiritual guide and hasn't looked back since. Stephanie serves clients around the globe who are seeking ways to expand their own intuitive gifts and learn to trust their inner voice of wisdom. She serves those who are seeking connections with loved ones and ancestors on the other side of the veil, as well as those who are seeking clarity in their career and professional life, relationships, life transitions, and really any of those areas in life uh, where folks can get confused, things can become chaotic and uncertain. And her gifts allow her to connect with clients, higher self, other souls on the planet, souls on the other side, guides, animals, even trees and Gaia. Uh, she trained under the mentorship of Sally Baldwin and Sonia Choquette, and she is a favorite intuitive of Lynn Twist, who is the author of The Soul of Money. Um, you can find out more about Stephanie by going to her website. That website is soulinsight.com. That is soulinsight.com. So official welcome back to Sunny in Seattle, Stephanie. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Sunny. I love being here with you. And thanks for having me again. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we discussed maybe taking some callers in the second half of the show or later on in the show. Um, if you are still up for doing that, then I will go ahead and I can give the number out just so people can write it down and have it ready. I like to give it out a couple times during the show. So people, if they're not near a pen and paper, can grab that and just hold on to the number for when we do open the lines. Does that sound okay? Yes, let's, let's do that. That sounds great. Awesome. Okay. So just to be clear, we're not going to take any callers right now, but I want to give out the number so that when we do open the lines up later on in the show that you all are well prepared. Um, so the number that you will be calling when we announce it is 888-298-5569. Again, that's 888-298-5569. And we will open those lines later on in the show. Um, so Stephanie, you know, having had you as a guest multiple times now, and we've talked a bit about your background, maybe I'll just leave it up to you to say what you want to, you know, given what folks may know already about you, but what do we want to talk about from your background to give people a general idea of who you are and your training or like the things that you've done in your intuitive work that feel relevant for our conversation today? Absolutely. Well, I think um, where I will go directly is to my very strong belief that we are all channels. So the way I came about my professional channeling um, was to seek courses and read a lot and seek mentorship from particular um, people that I hold in high regard within this work. Um, but I, I want everybody to know that we all are channels. And when I, when I say that, when I refer to channeling, I'm talking about our ability to connect with divine energy and insight and wisdom and love. And so I believe we are divine beings and we, the notion that we are separate somehow, or it is outside of us, whatever, whatever we need or whatever guidance we're looking for somehow on the outside is an illusion. It's not. It's within. Um, we are always connected to that. And lately it has felt for me ever more important to just keep coming back to that because we, we will, I believe, continue to experience more and more external chaos in the outer world. Things are breaking apart so that they can come back together in a way that supports life. That's my belief and certainly my hope. 
Um, and so I, I keep hearing from my own guys, uh, keep, keep sharing that the mission is for all of us to come back to our inner wisdom, for all of us to return to the knowing that we have, to the channels that we are, so that the place that we're led from is really in service to ourselves and all humanity and all life. And that's, that's what I think the yes, power and, of and channeling is. Yes. And when you say channeling, does that, can that mean different things? I mean, I guess I'm, I'm thinking in terms of, do people receive information differently in your experience? Like I know you get it and you present it in a certain way. Will it be different for everyone? This, this channeling that we do? Yes, yes, absolutely. So art is channeling, music is channeling, dance is channeling, writing is channeling. These are all ways that uh, we can use the creative aspect of ourselves to tap into divine energy and wisdom. The way that I do it comes through what is already um, kind of a strength of mine, which is language and communication. And that's why I went the route of my other profession earlier on, which was speech language pathology and helping people find their paths of communication when their brain pathways pathways were broken apart or damaged or something was disrupted. So the way that I channel is I, I tune in, I get quiet, I listen, I receive a flow of um, words and language and pictures as well to help make the message more comprehensive. Um, and then I, I relay that. So I'm receiving and I'm reporting. Um, and that's the way I do it. And when I teach channeling, um, I make it very clear that I am not teaching anyone how to channel like I do. I am teaching them how to channel the way they do. And it will always look a little bit different. And we want it to, right? Because who wants to be cloned? <laughs> None right. of us. Right. And I would think that our gifts are as, as unique as, you know, the fingerprints on our hands. They're, they come in different flavors and forms. Um, but then my, my next question would be, and this, I don't, I can't remember if we've talked about this before, but um, knowing that how uh, intense your training was when you were uh, really tapping into your intuitive gifts and connecting and being able to bring information through, um, how did you learn to trust it. Like, I'm curious what the process was like for you. Was there a point where something just clicked or was it a slow evolution? Um, and I think I'm asking as much for my own selfish reasons to know, you know, what, what the journey can kind of look like as you are really strengthening those gifts. Yeah. Well, in the moment, it felt like the absolute slowest evolution. Like it felt like nothing was happening. And I remember mm -hmm. after taking my first beginning channeling class, which was with Sally Baldwin, who's now on the other side, and she taught us how to use a pendulum. Um, to get yes and no questions, eventually to spell out names of our guides, um, and then eventually to do charts, soul charts, to give people a deeper understanding of what their soul is here to do and what it's about and what some of its past um, elements have been or experiences and characteristics. So through the pendulum work, um, everything moves slowly, at least for me it did, um, and I didn't feel like anything was happening and I remember my very last class with Sally I went to see her privately and it was basically an assessment where she would ask me to ask my guides 
through using the pendulum questions and then, you know, receive the answers with the pendulum's movements. And I remember one of the questions she told me to ask my guides was something along the lines of where, where shall I go from here? What is my next, you know, step? Where shall my focus be with regards to my spiritual work or my channeling? And my pendulum started to spell out C A R P E. And I thought, Oh crap, I misspelled something. Like I (laughs) I was not thinking of first I got excited. Maybe it had something to do with a new car. And then I thought, well, maybe there's a cart in here. (laughs) I didn't know. And then I I put the pendulum down and I looked up at Sally and I said, I think I, you know, it spelled something wrong because when you're working with a pendulum, the spelling doesn't matter so much. You can, you can get the essence of things, even when the words aren't spelled perfectly. Um, And so she said, no, no, keep going. And then of course it started to spell out Blanche, carte blanche. And I wasn't as familiar with that phrase. Yeah. It gives me the chills now to say that actually. Um, and she said to me, yeah, they're, they're telling you, you can go anywhere with this, anywhere you want to with your channeling as far mm. as wide. Um, but that's part of what you're talking about with building the trust, right? I did not trust in that moment that they have had my back, that they were spilling anything that was of value to me. I did not believe in, in my gifts or my skills then. This was many years ago. Uh, now I do, but that's years. So that's, for me, that's what's been the process. It has been slow, but very, very steady and just at the perfect pace for me. For someone else, they might go a lot more quickly. Um, and for others, they may take longer. It's all, we have a, a different journey, each of us, with relation to this work. That gives me a lot of hope because it's been a slow process. Now, of course, I don't do this work in a professional sense like you do and not as, uh, I guess, um, it's not something that I practice as much as I think you do, but it gives me hope because it's been a slow evolution for me. Um, and it's nice to know that someone that is as gifted as you had doubts at the beginning <laughs> and that's okay. Yes. And you know what? I'm, I'm not without doubts to this day. There are some groups that I do that have a more, um, I, I make them out to be in my mind more um, pressured, let's say, mm. or certain clients that depending on what their work in the world is, my mind makes them out to be something of more higher pressure. And then yeah. I bring, you know, like I, I work to clear that out, of course, so that I can be the clear channel, but I don't want to give the impression that you leap over that and then you're done with it. I think that our insecurity and our uncertainty is a natural part of who we are and we do not have to always be in resistance or the demand that that not be with us. I, it comes with me and then I find a place for it so I can be clear. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that we had talked about for today, um, along those lines is being able to tap into the wisdom of our guides. And I think this is such a fun topic. Um, and it's one that I haven't really talked about in a while with anyone. So I'm, I'm really curious to get your take on it. So when we're talking about guides, what does, what does guide mean to you? Like what, what's the definition of that in your world? Yeah, I I talk about our guides as our non-physical energetic support network. And I think of them um, as a, 
as groups, sometimes entities, sometimes individual that are, some of them are assigned. This, these are based on my beliefs, of course, and my studies. So we, you know, not everybody has to subscribe to this, but um, some of them are assigned to us, say, in our, in our journeys, in our soulful journeys. And so we, we do travel one lifetime to the next with similar guides. Some are new and assigned. They're not new, but the partnership is new. And they're assigned us for certain pursuits um, or relationships or expansion. Um, we have guides for everything, everything, everything. We have joy guides and helpers and healers and teachers. Ancestors are some of our guides. There are elemental guides and, and nature guides and angels and archangels and light beings. And um, it, the list goes on. So oftentimes I, well, I always use my guides to, of protection, I call them, to keep my energy field open yet protected and very, very clear. I also have guides of clearing and cleaning who, along with me, keep that field clear so I can be um, offer the clarity with my channeling. Um, and then I have my guides of humor that help me not take myself too seriously, which <laughs> we all need, need to have those. And uh, like I said, joy guides, which kind of falls into the humor category as well. Um, they're amazing. And they, they bring us back to the fact that we are supposed to be having fun here. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's hard to remember <laughs> that when things get pretty chaotic in the external world. Absolutely. Yes. And when you are tapping in um, for clients, w tuning into their guides, how do you experience them? Like is a visual or a great? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. So while my clients are talking to me and maybe giving me some background or um, asking their their question, I I can hear their guides coming through while they're talking. And so, for example, I might be working with a, a CEO of a company and he might be asking for some type of guidance about something and I will feel his, I call them business guides come through and they will already start showing me and giving me um, insight into where, where we're going to go with this message as it starts to come through. So when he's finished with his question, I say to him, okay, great. So let's tune into your business guides around that because I feel that, that that's who's here for you. And then we'll we'll hear the message and then we, we do it that way. So it, it kind of happens during the process of conversation because if we're, if we're deep enough listeners, which is really what it takes to channel, then we can hear more than this sim simply just the words that someone is saying. We pick up on energy, even if we're not sitting with a person to see their facial expression and body language, there's so much energy behind words that can give really good, important information and insight. Yeah. And I know you will consciously tune in to these beings when you are with a client, but I'm also curious when you're just in conversation, like say with me right now, or you run into someone at the grocery store, is, is there always in the background, you getting information for the people that you're talking to? <laughs> Mm. 
sometimes, most of the time, my arrangement with um, my channeling guides is that I, I do not want to receive anything when I'm not in the working mode. It can ah. be distracting. Um, yeah. And yeah, <laughs> so that's what I've got set up generally. Now, if there's something that needs to come through because it is, it will be of the greatest, highest service and it's coming from a very high vibrational loving frequency, I'm open to that um but not all the time that either because sometimes i just want to have a conversation or drink some tea with a girlfriend or you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i forget you know because it's still so novel to me i think um you know i get a reading every now and then but like i'm like oh god i would want to be hearing things all the time but perhaps not perhaps that would get a little intrusive in your day-to-day -day life <laughs> Yes, and tiring too, because when we don't know where to focus our attention, it's just like watching news, you know, or opening ourselves up to the outer, um, in, to the flow of the outer world. It's, it's, it can be overwhelming. Um, so distracting is the lower end of the spectrum, but overwhelming and frustrating and chaotic and confusing and, you know, fumbling over, you could have, you know, different souls fumbling over to get your attention and, hey, what about this? And can you do that? And too much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, one of the things that you had mentioned that we could do today, which I thought sounded fantastic, is actually have an experiential um, um, exercise here where folks can um, learn how to better tune in. Um, do you, does this feel like a good time to do that? Yes. Perfect. Let's awesome. do that. Yeah, I want I want to show everybody how simple this is. So I will preface it by saying that I'm going to guide you through it. It's a very brief and simple exercise. Um, you're going to want to be in a place where you can close your eyes because when you limit your um, that level of input, you can actually go within and listen even more acutely. It's like when you shut down one sense, another sense becomes more accurate and deeper. So um, if you're driving, do not do this exercise. If you're, if you're in a place where you can't stop and be safe and close your eyes, then, then go back to the recording. Um, but yes, it's, and it only takes a couple minutes and whatever you get is perfect. Even if you feel like you didn't get anything, you did. You did. I promise you, you did. Okay. Awesome. I'm going to mute myself I for this start? too. Okay. Sure. Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. So today we are just going to bring in our joy guides because they are super high vibrational, lots of fun. They bring an energy that we all need and can benefit from. So what you will do is if you are safe, close your eyes. And just connect with your breath. You don't have to change the natural rhythm of your breath, but you do want to pay attention to it and just notice. As you breathe in, you are bringing in light and love and joy. And as you exhale, you are releasing anything that does not serve you anything that may have attached itself to your energy or is cycling around your mind, you're letting that go with your out breath. You're settling into your body, really feeling your body, this beautiful vessel that carries you about. 
this might be the first time today that you actually are paying attention to the fact that you have a body. And so enjoy that, the peace of the body, the peace of your breath. And pay attention now to your heart. If you feel safe, go ahead and feel yourself breathing in and out through your heart space. And let your heart be that place where you invite and you invoke your joy guide or guides to come through. It can come from a simple request. I am inviting my joy guides. I am open to receiving a word, a picture, a sensation, a message from my joy guides. I am safe and I am attuning only to the joy guides. And as you sit just breathing and just with your attention in your heart space and the openness of having created space for your joy guides to come through, ask for this message, for this insight in whatever way it wishes to come. We'll take a few breaths while you do that and receive. You may want to ask, what do I need to know or do today to support the experience of joy? And receive as you breathe. Whatever you get first is absolutely the right thing. Go with what comes through first. And now take a couple deep breaths. And as you deepen your breath, just express gratitude in whatever way works for you. It could be a smile. Maybe you reach up and you touch the space around your heart. Maybe you sit a little taller, feel a little clearer, and show gratitude and appreciation. You can say thank you, Joy Guides. Thank you for that. May what I received be of use and benefit to me. And when you're ready, just open your eyes. And that's, that's it. We can tune in quickly. We can tune in anytime we need to. And we can call in any type of guidance that we feel we are needing at that time. I love that. And thank you, Stephanie. Um, I enjoy being able to do these exercises uh, myself when we have guests on the show that are willing to share some of these fun things, because usually I'm doing facilitating on my end. Um, but that one actually was really nice. And in the sense that it just kind of validated um, some of what we've been experiencing lately on this road trip, having adopted Movi the dog. Um, and I, I also have to say, as a side note, I had never thought about having specifically joy guides like that. That was that's not a concept that was known to me before today's show, really, that they were specifically devoted to that. But how perfect is that? That just brings me joy to know that there are joy guides on my team. Yes, yes, 
Exactly. And without putting you on the spot, but I suppose it will be, did you, what, what, if anything, did you receive during that? <laughs> yeah. Um, so when it said what, what, um, and I'm paraphrasing here, but you would ask the question, um, you know, what is it that I need to do today or be today to facilitate joy? And the first thing that came to mind was Movi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. That is so perfect because our animals are a direct connection to joy. It is very hard to be cranky around our animals. <laughs> yes. And we, of course, we love our two kitties and they have been a constant for the last several years. But um, I've mentioned this, I think, probably on a first Friday, but we we lost our last dog in 2017. And for a variety of circumstances and factors, we just have not been in the market for a new dog yet. Um, and and I had kind of said to the universe, you know, if we're supposed to have a dog, you're going to have to make it so freaking clear because Chase desperately wants a dog, but it just, it just for like logistical reasons and everything these days, it didn't make sense. So Moby came into our life and yes, there was big adjustment period um, and we still are adjusting. And these being in a 25 foot Airstream with two cats and a 50 pound Belgian Malinois German Shepherd puppy has been pretty intense. And yet we have remembered what it was like to have a dog that just wants to run and zoom and play. And she's a puppy. So she's, she's got that joy energy all the freaking time. <laughs> so <Yeah>. so <laughs> delightful yeah. and special and amazing. Yeah. So Movi is your incarnate joy guide right now. <laughs> yes, she is. She definitely is. And I, yeah, it, it just, it becomes so obvious to me, um, like the, our soul or, uh, and the universe or spirit source, all of those things, these greater parts of ourselves that are both inside and outside of us. Those are the parts that know what we really need, even if it doesn't make sense to our human mind and our human circumstances. And the movie has just been one of those big reminders of that, that I just I have to shake my head and go, wow, universe, source, spirit, God, creator, our soul, higher self, whatever. That That's what knows what we really need. <laughs> yes. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So um, just, I want to do a quick check-in. Um, does it feel like we want to take a break to regroup? Do we want to go ahead and um, keep the conversation going and potentially take some callers or Vinny, I'm asking as much for you if you're around too, as, in terms of my sound and all that good stuff. Yeah. Everything seems to be okay. I'm, I'm here and, and you can, we can play it out however you wish. Okay. Stephanie, I'm going to toss it to you. What are you feeling? Yeah, we're in flow. We can keep going. Okay, let's do it. Um, do you want to announce the number again and uh, open lines for some callers or wait wait a little bit longer? Yeah, we can open the line. That sounds fine. Okay, well, let's do it. So um, that number, if you would like to have a reading with Stephanie and she will tune into your guides um, uh, and uh, bring through that wisdom that she is so good at doing. Um, she is such a clear channel for these things. Um, so if you would like to have that kind of a reading, um, give us a call at 888-298-5569. Again, that number is 888-298-5569. Um, and while we are waiting to see um, what callers come through, Stephanie, I did want to ask you, you know, with that exercise, um, 
what if someone, well, I'm, I'm also speaking from personal experience here. When I first started doing exercises like this, I think because of my personality, very type A and I'm very, I grip very tightly to things and I get very anxious about things. I would often, I think, pinch off the flow of whatever wanted to come through and basically just talk myself out of even receiving anything. And I would just sit there and nothing would happen. And other people would come out of these experiences and have, you know, messages and images and all the things. And I would just be going, well, and nothing ever comes to me. So if someone was out there doing this exercise or similar exercises and they're not getting anything, what wisdom or advice do you have for them? Excellent question. Um, I would relanguage it a little bit and I would say it's not that you're not getting anything. Trust that you are getting. Just you are looking for that point of alignment with the frequency. You are looking to try to match your frequency with that of the being or the guide that is sourcing you with information. And that's a process. So the reason I talk about it being simple is the, the actual process is very simple to, to listen and to invoke, but then actually making that connection and being in a similar frequency where you can perceive it and, and have language or a, a way to reflect upon it is, uh, it's, that's the journey part of it. So yeah. if you feel like you're not getting anything, we honor that is very frustrating. I have been there too. I still have times where I sit in meditation and my, my mind is so busy and so loud and so irritating and she will not settle down and then I come back another time so it doesn't mean that you are doing anything wrong and it doesn't mean that you are empty on the inside your guide shows up when you request that I have nothing else to do <laughs> but mm. show up when you request and they want to serve so you are just in the process of attuning. It's called attuning. When you listen and you adjust and you recalibrate your frequency so that you are better able to perceive what exists in the subtle because they don't come through with a megaphone, you know, blasting the airwaves. It yeah. is a subtle energy and that's what you're looking to, to bring in. So stick with it. It's just the same frustration occurs in so many pursuits that are so very worthwhile to stick with. So, so keep going and trust that the contact is made and you will, you'll work out the kinks to be able to understand it and sense it more clearly. Awesome. Thank you for that clarification. Um, and we do have some callers. So I say, let's go ahead and go so we can get through as many as we can. Um, we have first Eugenia from North Seattle. Eugenia, welcome to the show. How can we help you? Thank you so much. Um, so I, my question is, I'm just in this uh, period of change um, as far as Wondering if I should make a move in approximately a year to the other side of the mountains where my son lives and I actually have a house, but my life has always been on this side of the mountains and it's just, uh, I just feel like I'm in a dilemma about that. Okay. Well, Eugenia, let's tune into your moving guides. How about that? <laughs> Nice. Okay. We get we get to call them whatever we want. So these are these are your helpers. These are those who are um, going to weigh in on your question. And I'm just calling them your moving guides because that's the topic of your question. But you can call them whatever you want. Let's tune into them and see what they have to say. Thank you.
We smile at you, dear one. In fact, we giggle. Okay, fine. We guffaw. We are laughing very, very loudly because we think you are quite humorous. We love that about you. This is not a dilemma. Of course, you have already made your decision. In fact, you have already arranged to be perfectly, perfectly, perfectly received upon making this move. What you will find is that over the course of the next months, things will fall into place for you and things will fall out of place for you. So the things that you feel you are most attached to will, will slightly give give way to create a path of greater ease for you to make this quote decision that you have already made that you know you have already made but that you are waffling about only on the inside and then we also would um, request that you sit with some clarity with your pen and your paper and you write down the five things for there are no more than five things that you are holding tight to in terms of your attachments who who do you believe is going to need you from uh, your present place of of life, uh, your current location that you will be uh, abandoning. We ask you to ask yourself that and see who shows up, who comes through. Who do you believe you will be um, unable to continue serving? And then as you move down the list of five things that wish to be revealed, we ask that you just utilize your own clarity to bring forward this brief list that will support you in gaining um, closure and or continuation. Those are your two options. You will have closure on some things and you will seek for continuation on other things. That is a simple way of putting things into separate columns to keep them quite well organized and give you the spaciousness that is required for you to close up this uh, particular phase of your life and enter into a new one. For that is what you have requested and this is what we have delivered. <laughs> okay. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Beautiful. Happy happy trails. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're, you're welcome. Thank you, Eugenia. And I just want to point out here also one thing that I really like about um, Stephanie's work is I, while the messages are specific to each caller, they also are universal. And I usually get something that applies to me that I can use, you know, in my own life. I think that the, that's the, the beauty and the magic of this kind of communication is that it can be both specific and universal. And I don't know, Stephanie, if you want to speak to that at all. Oh, you said it perfectly. They are. The messages are always universal in some way. So everybody that listens, and when I do groups, I, I mention that at the beginning, listen carefully. It doesn't matter if it's your question or your channeled message. It is actually, even if you're not the one that asked it. So take a piece of it or take all of it or just let it sit and settle for a bit because there's something of use in each of these messages for all of us. Um, and that's that's how they're designed to be. Yes, beautiful how they can do that. Um, yeah, so let's move on to our next caller. I'm excited to welcome Mary from Petaluma to the line. Mary, welcome to the show, and how can we help you? Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Um, well, I've been an artist for many years, and I've felt like I've kind of uh, worn out the artistic avenue that I'm going down, I don't know how that could be because I paint nature and portraits of amazing people, but there's still, there's something almost like I want to go into the, to the transcendental art form, and I'm not sure how to get there. Ooh, that sounds amazing. Okay, let's channel that. So let's, um, just listening here, Mary, let's bring in 
so they're just calling themselves your your guides of flow so this has to do with your creativity and it has to do with your your medium um and how you express through your artistic realm so let's tune into them This has been going on for quite some time, our our dearest beauty. You of course, uh, you of course are one of the hardest workers we have ever come across. So you have dedicated and rededicated yourself to the pursuit of all that you have been doing to create form and to create beauty and to create light in in various ways that others simply cannot. So for that, we bow to you and we say, excellent, excellent job. It is not that you will not continue to do this, and it is not that you have exhausted uh, what nature um, or humans have to offer you by way of inspiration. It is more that you have been hearing our more subtle signals that it is time to explore and express in a vastly different way, in a way that feels more risky, you might say, certainly less comfortable, certainly less um, um, practiced. And because of this, there will naturally be the hesitancy and resistance to engage. So what we will say to you is the following. There is, there is one who is uh, quite skilled at showing you the ropes as far as what you are seeking. We love that you call it transcendental, for that is exactly what you are, your soul being is most craving, to go up, up, and away, and beyond, but be able to return on a moment's notice, for it is nice to be in the physicality as well. And in order for you to be able to travel and bring your skills and creativity with you and return and relay it in a new way, in a way that is profoundly different and will be of, um, of, of relating to others in a much more, um, I'm going to explain this because the words aren't exactly clear. We are going to be traveling and then bringing back what you see, what you sense in, into your medium, but other mediums as well, in order to relate to a smaller percentage of people than you currently uh, relate to with your art. So that's the explanation. I'm going to go back to the channeling, but I wanted to share with you what, what they're showing me. And so do please prepare yourself for this. P prepare yourself that your audience will shift and change. They will seem almost non-existent in their numbers, and yet they will be just the ones that you are intended to reach through this new process. Trust in the process, for that is what a process is, is something that unfolds gradually and for your benefit as you are ready and not a moment before. And find that teacher that we are speaking of. It is not difficult for you to do so. You are highly resourceful and enter into that which feels exciting even nail-biting and also absolutely purposeful for you right now mm. <laughs> thank you yeah beautiful I, I could see what you were going to what you will be creating um, as this as the sharing of the journey of what you see and sense and it's really quite exquisite mm. Thank you, Mary. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and I, I'll also just make the other comment. One, um, if, you've, if you're familiar with Stephanie's work, either from the show or otherwise, um, I love that not only are you a channel, Stephanie, but that, that you can actually 
help people apply the wisdom that comes through. I guess that's where the coach and guide part comes in. Um, but explaining what you see, the images and how that might be actually applied in their day-to-day life, all that good stuff. So anywho, just wanted to point that out. <laughs> yeah, that is super fun. And with Eugenia, I, I didn't mention it to her, but um, when they were giggling and it wasn't at her, of course, they were just taking quite delight in this whole question. They were showing me how she has just masterfully created the opportunity to seamlessly step into her next what's she called on the other side of the mountain or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, she's got the, it's like the, the space, the land, the home is rising up to meet her is the whole visioning of all of that. And she, she allowed that she created that she manifested all of that. So that was yeah. their, their giggles of like, well, yes, you, this is, this is for you because you ensured that it was possible. Yes. So yeah. 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 Yes. Well, yeah. And thank you. Thank you again, Eugenia and Mary for your calls. Um, we actually have two more folks and I think we will have enough time to get to folks. Um, I think Benny, Benny is very good at his job <laughs> of minding all of the guests in the time that we have left. So um, let's go ahead and welcome. I, uh, I hope I'm saying this correctly. Uh, Naomi yes. from Seattle. Yep. That's right. Okay. Yes. Naomi. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> welcome, Naomi. How can we help you? Thank you. Uh, Okay, I am. I seem to be struggling with what. What is my purpose? Why I'm here? I just feel like I'm in this. I want to say holding pattern, kind of. And I, I <laughs> even trying to say it, I can't even get it out. <laughs> just, I feel like I'm just. I'm just here, and I don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I got you, Naomi. Uh, You and so many of us feel this way, especially right now at this time with all the shifts and changes and everything. So let's tune into your guides around that. Are you, let me ask you, are you in a transition of any type right now with work or relationship? You don't have to say specifically, just yes or no? No. No, everything's real. No. (laughs) Okay. Status quo. Okay, gotcha. Okay. All right, let's tune into your guides here and see what they have for you. (laughs) All right, so we have one particular guide. She is dressed quite, um, I don't even know how to describe this. She's got bubbles all around her, very colorful, uh, almost like bubble wrap. But um, anyways, that's the energy that we're tuning into as one of your guides. And so let's hear what she has to say. I am back. I will continue returning because you easily forget what we are here to do. And that is okay. I'm not blaming you. I certainly do not hold anything against you. It is simply what happens to the human mind. There is just too much that gets packed in in a particular moment or day. And some stuff has to slip out and slide out. And that's that's what happens here with us. I just have to kind of make room for the stuff you deem to be more important. But now I hear you. I hear you clearly saying, what What shall we do? How shall I um, come into my own? What is my, I say, purpose here? And I will tell you, my dear sweet sister, your purpose here is to love the holding, is to hold the loving. Interesting. 
hold the loving and energy for others so that they can see the light within themselves. And this can feel mundane, I will acknowledge, for it is a, a very grounded energy that you hold. It is an earth energy that you hold. You find your sourcing from the great mother herself. And others come to you for, um, for advice, for the certainty, for the direction that somehow comes from somewhere and you continue to provide it. So this is the work that we are here together. But you have asked me to come forward because I make it a lot more fun. You tend to take it all on as all in a day's work. You check, you make your checks down your list and cross things off and, and do not take the adequate time to celebrate. And so you can call me an energy of celebration. You can call me an effervescent energy as well. And these two pieces of you are are missing for the most part. And so let's just bring them back in. I'm going to prescribe to you a, um, a dose of celebratory energy. Hold still just for a moment. There you go. You're all set. And now what you will need to do is... <laughs> <laughs> is find the ways to to utilize it find the people with whom to celebrate find your own own way to celebrate by yourself with all of the bells and whistles you know how you like the the chocolates and the flowers and the colors and the balloons and everything all for me you say and I say yes indeed all for you and while we are at it why don't we also take a moment to express and visualize just how many you have been in service to up until this point in this particular lifetime I'm going to recommend that you let this come through in another moment where you have approximately 15 minutes to just sit and feel and see because as they come through and you see their sweet faces and you feel their beautiful energy, you will remember that your purpose here is also as a grand connector um, to bring the loving energy to those who are most in need and then connect them up to the next steps that they most need. You are an exquisite advisor in a very important way. And this too, of course, can become mundane, especially when you are not, that's correct, celebrating yourself properly and allowing for yourself to be, to be lighter. So what else I would prescribe to you before we go is, is to float float yourself um, in any way possible this can be in water this can be in a uh, oh, a hot air balloon. This can be in an airplane. Any way where you can get your body in some sort of floating type of feeling will help you to elevate and transcend that which feels overly grounded. For one who holds that level of grounded energy, it can be very, very helpful to separate from it now and then. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah, you're you're doing amazing, Naomi. You are fulfilling your purpose incredibly. You are helping so many. I saw them. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you. you, Naomi. Yeah, thank you, Stephanie. I feel like that was so um, given our emphasis on joy guides today. I felt the joy in that particular guide, and man, that was a beautiful message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and did you hear Naomi's joy in her voice afterwards? Yes. <laughs> she just lifted me up, just her, oh, my God. You know, I was like, oh, yay, I'm flying with her. Yeah. 
I feel that important. My internet connection went unstable at that moment, but I could hear, I heard like the bits and pieces and yes, definitely the energy of joy in that. Oh, well, let's see. I know we've got just about three or four minutes left. Um, Stephanie, if you're okay, pushing through to our final callers so we can get our last person in, if that sounds good to you. Let's give it a roll. Okie dokie. Okay. We've got Jesse from Federal Way. Welcome to the show, Jesse. How can we help you? Hi, ladies. That was a beautiful last, that call, last call was pretty beautiful, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Three minutes to go. I in my life have a little nephew who's about two years old and he is a nonverbal, a little man. And I'm just wondering how can we better support him and bring him more joy because he is a self-harming little boy when he can't clearly communicate what he needs with us. And so, like, how do I, how can we, I don't know if it's, I don't know how to ask the question either, whether it's, you know, how can my soul spirit better support him um, or his parents or, or, or how to ask this question, but. Because I know okay. he's perfectly designed so, as he is. Yes, yeah. So let's tune into him, if that's okay with you, to to hear from his essence. Yes, that um, Is that all right? Okay, yeah. Let's channel that, and then um, we will do our best to stay in the time frame here. You know that we are partnered in this way for a reason, and I thank you for taking the leadership role here. You will have to walk the walk very carefully because there are very fragile things all around, and I am not speaking of myself because I am not fragile. I think you have already seen that and know that and understand that. What I am here to teach, I will teach, and it will have to come through in some very uncomfortable ways. It's it's disquieting to see someone um, um self-harm, as you say, I am, I am really bringing about a very intense energy, and that is because there need to be some very significant changes. And so as it relates to me, and I appreciate you are asking um, for me and on behalf of me, but I actually need very little. Here is what I need. I need to find the place where I can communicate with greater ease, and the portals already exist to do so. You hold a portal in and of yourself. You are a channel with me, a bridge with me to um, interpret and understand and take a leap of faith with making a guess now and then if you are not quite so certain as to what I need or what will be of greater benefit to me. And then remember what I said, there are fragile things all around and I don't want anything to break or anybody's e ego to feel harmed or anybody's toes to feel stepped on. So we must walk this walk very gingerly and carefully, not because of me, for as I said, I'm very sturdy. Now, I also wish to tell you that um, we, are, we are going to have some limitations with regards to what communication options are available because they have not been developed to perfection just yet, but they are in the process and I trust that they will be at the times that I need them. Keep researching and keep looking for that which will work well for me, for I only need something to work better than what we are currently doing, better and better and better. That's the route that we are meant to go. I thank you so very much for asking this and this is my only request right now. Let us find the path of least resistance as it relates to me communicating and let us use as many different angles and as many different facets as we possibly can so that I can show you what needs to be understood so that we can have the change, the planetary change that is required. Awesome. Makes perfect sense to me. I've been trying to work with him his, with tuning forks and just 
trying wow. things out. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I'm going to have yeah. to jump in here, Jesse. I'm so sorry, but we are right at the end of the hour. Um, and thank you so much for the question. I'm glad we were able to get there. Um, uh, and our guest today, thank you so much for returning, Stephanie Banks. It's been such a joy to speak with you today. Thanks, Sunny. Uh, and uh, Stephanie's website is soulinsight.com. That is soulinsight.com. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, this is Sunny Joy signing off. See you next week.